Welcome to Daily Whispers. I'm Kara Bradley. I am bringing you another rerun. I am on a short break right now, recharging, renewing my excitement for these Daily Whispers. So enjoy today's episode once again about the body, about our body's intelligence, and how important it is for us to continue to listen from below the neck. Thanks for being here. Who you are speaks so loudly, I can't hear what you're saying. What does that mean? Well, what it simply means is that your body is telling your story before you even open your mouth. When you are out there in the world, people are sensing who you are, your state of being, what you're feeling, what you're thinking before you even utter a single word. Today, I want to talk to you about becoming clear, calm, and confident from the inside out. How do we do that? How do we walk into a room, meet other people, clear, calm, and confident from ourselves, from our nervous system? Not from trying to be this way, but from truly exuding clarity calmness, and confidence. I've been interviewing experts for the last month. I've got, I think, 16 more interviews going for the Embodiment at Work Summit that I'm hosting. It's being presented by Mindful Leader in April. I've been interviewing experts from all over the world, experts on somatic coaching, experts on fear, experts on the nervous system, researchers, teachers, athletes, therapists. And what I continue to hear from them and learn is that our body truly does keep the score. Now that's the name of a book by a very famous book, Your Body Keeps the Score by uh, Bessel van der Klok. And it was a tremendous book. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, talks about PTSD in our body, trauma in our body, and how to really uh, change the way our nervous system works so that we can move past some of those unhelpful patterns. But that's off track quite a bit. What I want to talk to you today about is how we can start to become more fluent in our own state of being so that we can then have an impact on the way others feel around us. So first, we just have to understand that our body is telling our story before we even start speaking. Our state of being matters more than we think. That's really important, right? We can think our way to... uh, asking for the sale or trying to convince someone to do something for us. But our body is telling a whole different story. So we need to drop below the neck and start to pay attention to what's happening in our nervous system, to what our breath feels like, to what our voice sounds like, to our facial muscles, to our heart rate. Our words, the words that we speak, can't fake how we're really feeling. We need to pay attention to our state of being and make that our priority. So your state is the foundation of how you move and speak in the world. 
your state of being. And it starts at the level of your nervous system. I recently uh, interviewed Stephen Porges, who is the researcher behind the polyvagal theory. And that's the name of his book. And he talked about safety as being really the ground floor that informs everything we do. If we feel safe, we are not defensive. And if we're not defensive, we're able to tap into more information, more intelligence, insight, wisdom coming up through us and around us and between us. When we feel safe, or you can also say confident, right? We are trust, trusting in our capacity. We can then perform better. And perform, I don't mean like performing like you're, you know, putting on an act. I mean performing as in knowing, as in discerning what to do in any situation. So who we are speaks so loudly, others can't hear what we're saying. If we walk into a room and we feel unsafe, we're going to exude that to others. Now, they may not know it mentally or cognitively, but they'll sense it on us, and it changes the dynamics of relationships. So how do we start to change this, or how do we start to learn to work with our state of being to be more impactful, more uh, collaborative, more compassionate in the world. First thing we need to do is to start to notice. Notice your own physical state. I talk about it in a lot of these shows. Where am I? How am I? What's going on in my body? Is my heart racing faster than it should be? Is my breath shallow? Is my voice or throat clenched? Are my eyes kind of squinting? Noticing your state is the first step in changing or shifting from an unhelpful state into flow, into those optimal states of flow. So first thing to do is just to notice your own state. Second is to start to notice how people make you feel. How do people make you feel? So we can learn a lot, and this isn't a judgment thing. This is an inquiry, right? We are investigating. We are becoming our own neuroscientists of our own lives. So noticing how do people make you feel all the time when you're in conversation, when you are in meetings, when you're on the phone, when you're online at the store. How do people make you feel? And again, make this, let this go beyond judgment. We're not saying this is a good person or a bad person. We're saying when we're conversing with somebody or in the presence of somebody, start to notice their body language. Are they slumped over? Are they crossing their arms? Are they open and available? Are they listening? Are they looking you in the eye? How is their voice? Does their voice sound tense or open and confident? Start to notice how others make you feel because that's going to be a great metric or, or um, like a thermometer for how you feel, how you make other people feel. This is really 
powerful stuff, guys, because we can spend the rest of our lives reading books, right? We can spend the rest of our lives listening to podcasts and taking workshops and, and, and you know, signing up for courses. But until we really take the time to start investigating our own states, we are going to be spinning our wheels and just listening to experts out there. Listen to yourself. Go inside and listen and become fluent in the language of your body and your nervous system. So first thing to do, notice your body. Second, notice how others make you feel. And then the third thing is commit. Commit to being more clear, calm, and confident when you walk into a room. So before you walk into the meeting, what do you need to do to find that sense of, or that state of coherence, to feel balanced, to feel like your breath is long and deep and not short and erratic? Notice, check in with yourself before heading into a situation. And it could be just be lunch with some friends. You know, we have to start with maybe the, the, we start, not maybe, but we start with those that are, those situations that are perhaps safer. Commit to it. I'm not going to go into that meeting until I feel stable. I'm not going to get in front of that new client until I've taken a moment to deepen my breath, to feel my body, to shift past the doubt that is screaming in my left ear. What do I need to do to be, truly be my best self walking into that room? Starting to commit to your state, to living in your optimal state is huge. It has been for me. It truly has been for me. I, I, will, I will leave those notes behind, right? So I'm doing all these interviews and it's been really exciting. And you know, some of these people, I've been reading their stuff for years, you know? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm you know, gonna be interviewing, you know, uh, Stephen Porges, Wendy Palmer, some of these, you know, big Michael Gervais and, oh my goodness, you know, it's like I, I was getting all flustered and, and butterflies looking at my notes and, and I read this, um, actually watched this short clip with Katie Couric, who was uh, talking about how to prep for an interview. And she just gave me the answer. She said, you know, do your homework and then leave your notes behind and just be a human being who's interested. And that calmed me down. So every time now that I'm ready to press record on, on my Zoom calls with these folks, I am remembering to be curious, calm, and um, to leave my notes behind and to just trust. So that's been my prep. My prep is to just take a few moments to remind myself of that. Your prep may be different. You know, your prep may need, you may need two, three minutes in silence before you walk into the room. Who you are speaks so loudly. I can't hear what you're saying. So who are you? in this moment? Who are you going to be in that next situation that's going to require you to be at your optimal, in your optimal state? Who are you when faced with a controversy or a challenge? 
Who are you? Just start asking those questions. Your body will tell your story. Remember that. And this isn't, you know, this isn't just made up stuff. This is, this is based on research that is telling us we can read each other's facial muscles before we even start speaking. We can read each other's breath pattern, which then changes our breath pattern. So it's really important to remember this, that your state of being walks in the room before you utter a word. So make your state a priority. Check constantly, where am I, how am I, what needs to change? Do I need to pause? Do I need more energy? Maybe I need to do 10 squats so I have a little more uplifted energy before making that phone call. Do I feel nervous or needy? Do I need to move, get outside for five minutes of sunshine? Maybe just sit in silence. So who we are speaks loudly. Get to know who you are, especially in those key moments. And I want to leave you with uh, one, another one of my favorite quotes from Maya Angelou, the great Maya Angelou. She said, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. And that is so on point, Maya. So thank you all for listening. I so appreciate your engagement. You know you can get to me anytime you want, Kara at karabradley.net. I answer all my emails, so please engage. And also, if you'd like your weekly dose of flow, I send out a short weekly email with another little bit of research, bit of insight, quote or podcast that's really turning me on. And so you can also subscribe to my weekly dose of flow on my website at www.karabradley.net. We will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining. Have a fantastic day.